Hey guys, it's Steve Zanardo and Hussein Gabani and East Meets West podcast. It is uh, episode four, I believe. Four, I think four, we're five now. Five. Five. Oh, no. we, gotta, we better keep an eye on that. <laughs> awesome, buddy. So, yeah. how was your week? Week has been great, actually. So, the property that we were working on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you were able to pull something yeah, off yeah. on that. That's amazing. No showings, eh? Still, I didn't record it. condition, just until like late yesterday, but yeah. still no no calls, nothing. Nothing. So, so got lucky. that was the right offer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was really good. That was yeah. a really good call. Uh, yeah, so we we had some success on that one, which yeah, is great. Um, and there's a buyer that I've been working with uh, since the uh, end of last year. We went on a trek from uh, Pickering to, to right? yeah, but dude, we went from like we went from Pickering to Stouffville to uh, Markham to Richmond Hill to Vaughan to Clinton. Wow. Yeah. So we went on a track. They're they're a really good clients of mine. So I didn't I, I don't mind at all taking them out sure. or whatever else. It was like we had a good time too. Like we stopped lunch and yeah, yeah, it was a yeah, good yeah. time. But um, it came down to like what I was telling them before. I said Pickering Ajax is your best bet because I am obviously biased yeah, yeah, uh, about that. So but yeah, we ended up finding a great property in Ajax. They had some hesitations. We wanted to make sure everything was going to work out. They're very smart uh, investor mindset kind of people sure. too so they're so yeah so basically uh there was a property they like we didn't go for it right away um when we went to go for this property there was another three offers registered and this yeah. is like 20 days on the market yeah yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. not a cheap property either for like ajax standards right it's like nine hundred fifty thousand bucks. so okay. it's not yeah, like yeah, a yeah. cheap property yeah. for ajax either so uh yeah there was like another three offers registered wow you know what happened we actually ended up being the second highest offer on that and then there was a higher offer than us, and they ended up going Holy with that God. offer. Okay. Okay? Yeah. The next day, the agent calls me and says, that guy flopped. And then, uh, and then I just told him, because even on that day, right, I said, and, and, and to leverage myself a little bit, right? Like I said, who is the other agent? Like, do you know the other agent? I said, you know me, and, and you know where I'm working. So you know that if I'm bringing this offer, it's I've already done my due diligence. Like, I know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, no, no, like, you know, it'll be fine and whatever else. I said, okay, like, that's your call. Yeah, Good yeah, luck, congrats. Agreed. Yeah. I so wonder how high the other offer was. The he, he, yeah, like, uh, I don't think it was too much further than where we were at. So what the hell, why wouldn't just go with you? And then... I don't know. Uh, you know, everyone gets blinded by money. And, and yeah. I guess since they had the other offers as well or whatever, they, they kind of felt a little bit of a surety that if something happens here, that they'll come back. And right away, like, that's what we did. Yeah, yeah. You know, this all happened by like 10 p.m. On, I guess on Monday night. Tuesday night, I got a call at like uh, eight thirty p.m. They're not dropping off the checks. Uh, they said someone passed away in their family. Like, yeah, come on, feet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, basically cold feet, right? Um, so yeah, and then I just and I just said like, look, I'm sending you this offer back right now, and I and I just gave them an irrevocable until eleven fifty nine, and the guy's like, you're so aggressive, and I'm like. Well, what do you want, man? We played this. We played this game yesterday. Yeah, call everybody tomorrow, and they're all yeah, like, oh, yeah. up. For sure. So, so long story short, he couldn't get a hold of the buyer or the seller at that time. So we just changed the irrevocable to like 10 a.m. And I was like, that's it, man. If you don't get this on by 10 a.m., like we're yeah. good. Like we're gonna move on because we're paying you a lot of money for this. Anyway, so we, that was good. We nice. got that one locked up. It's conditional for three days. So by Monday, we should be good to go yeah, on it. Yeah. Nice thing is, is that like I said, we've done all the background research about financing and whatever else like that. So that one should be good. Very nice. Aside from that, this week we got my two listings finally up and loaded. We had a bit of a delay because of the snowstorm. The weather too. Yeah. Snow yeah. yeah. So one of them we like uh, we staged on Monday and listed Tuesday. That was a semi-detached in Ajax, and then we have uh, another one in Pickering that we were supposed to stage and list stage on Tuesday and list on Wednesday. But because of the snow, like the 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 staging company's uh, movers. They basically canceled yeah. because like there's so much snow like on our street like so it's near my house like uh the house that we listed or going to list today like the snow was like 30 centimeters uh, and and the plows were not going through it um, oh, yeah. so he dirty the house too with the snow and yeah. yeah so anyways it got done uh yesterday with wednesday or whatever so it got staged and whatever so we're gonna launch it today very but cool. yeah so that's yeah, good it's very active week eh? yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, same here with us. So we had the success on the Angus property, that that farm we've been talking about. Now we're just we're going into another period of it. I'm not going to mention too much about it. We just did some some chess player playing moves yesterday to get this thing done. Which okay. is cool. We'll talk about it more in May and June. Yeah. I think it'll be uh, one of those those the procedures I've just taken now with this one deal. Yeah. I think it's going to be documented how to proceed on this. Yeah. It's quite brilliant, honestly. But I can't talk about it until June because sure. that's you want to make sure. Yeah, everything is done and yeah. my clients are out of harm's way, right? So that was cool. Uh, 
listings, like our listings got a ton of a ton of showings, like buyer showings right now. It's insane. Like one of them got had twenty one showings in the last amazing. like fifteen days with no offers, right? Okay. What's the feedback? Um, so the price is great naturally for what you're getting. Just the building doesn't doesn't stack up, right? Uh -huh. It's got high high uh, condo fees, and, and what they're you know logically they're thinking if I'm going to pay six hundred for condo fees here, I can get into a newer building, buy it for more, and have a condo fees of three hundred, so I can offset the mortgage, yeah. which makes sense. Makes sense. logic. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, ton of ton of stuff coming up. Like every day we're contacting uh, leads that are looking to buy and sell. Right. Yeah. Just right now, everyone's sort of sort of lukewarm and pricing i'm having issues with uh talking to people about the value of their houses right now i think they're it's actually worse 2019 than 2018 i gotta be honest really? yeah because they're, they're they're expecting it to be up yeah like i had a conversation with one guy he's like well it was x you know like over 900 in uh uh in 17 but i mean ultimately you know things have changed right and, yeah. and the market reflects that and yeah. you know that it's it's been over a year and a half almost yeah. two years where the market's well, how long has it been now? What, a year and a half? A year and a half. A year and a half, half to flip. Like it's, it Almost two, it right? Like April would be two years. April would be two years. Yeah, so. April would be two years. Because that's the only thing right now. It's like uh, trying to explain to your clients, like past clients of influence, people that you know, that what the real value of their house is. Yeah. And, and you know, I always tell them, like, I can come in and, and, and play the same game as every other agent and, and tell you the world. I, I can sell it. I know I can sell it. Yeah. I can sell bullshit. Anybody can, right? If you have the confidence behind it. Like if you're, if yeah. you're, you can sell it. If you really want to sell it, like I can do it if I want to, but I don't choose that route. I'll, I'll give you what, what the, the numbers are from where you can base what you're going to net uh, when you walk away from the property. And then ultimately we can, we can list it higher and then play the game from that point. Yeah. Right. But I want you to know this is where my, where I am right now. This is where the market is. Right. If you want to fluff it up because lack of inventory, let's do it. But yeah, so that, that's a big issue right now. I think there's like three or four people right now that they want to sell and they're looking for this crazy, crazy money. And I don't, I don't know if I want the listings at those prices. I got to be honest, because they're going to sit in the market. And then you know how it is, right? You explain that these are the prices, and then you listen at their price, and then you get blamed for it after, yeah. right? But but, I, but but I think your your approach is correct, uh, and and I do the same thing as well. And it's like fine, uh, I will take on the listing to a certain point. Yeah, that is. Uh, a uh, little bit overvalued than what I feel that it's worth, but I will set the expectation straight right from the Absolutely. beginning. Yeah. I'll tell you that, hey, like, you know, this is this, this is where it's gonna trade yeah. at. Yeah. Kind of what you do, you give them a range, right? You're gonna trade between this and this. You wanna go here? Okay, we'll try it, but yeah. you gotta know that this is where this we land. Where we to be. Yeah, yeah this, this is, is where we're yeah. gonna land. Give it a go. Lack of inventory, I agree with that. Like, sure. It's a good opportunity, like my condo there, 20, 21 showings in like 15 days. That's like insane. It's almost like 17. Uh, 2017 amount of showings, right? So, yeah. but again, no offers. So, so we've attracted all the buyers that are looking for something different. Now we got to adjust the price down, 10, yeah. 10, 20k. Like we're at 439. I think that will sell between that. I said that 410 to 420 range naturally. So it's like five percent, I would think now, just lower value. So we got to adjust that down. Um, do you think something like this would work if they're concerned about the condo fees? Like you know, six months will cover your condo fees, or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We have to do some sort of incentive, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Or we'll pay 50% for a year. Yeah. So, oh, that's not even that bad. That's all you want. 50% yeah. for a year is like 36. 36. Yeah, that's actually a great idea. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Still gonna do that. Just, just, just that put back. it right on the uh, picture on the MLS or whatever. Bring back to my clients today. We're yeah. gonna pay 50% for the year. Yeah. That's fantastic. For 12 months. Yeah. Take it up the price and that's yeah. it. That, that. Easy peasy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. And, and also the chairman's Sunny watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sent you the uh, referral for you. Yeah. So for chairman's, like we had an yeah. award ceremony on last Saturday, which was awesome. Look at the number of uh, award recipients though. 11. 11? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From yeah. last year it was like 25. It was like, it was too crowded. Remember, we couldn't. Yeah, we couldn't even, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, standard. But like, uh, I was talking to Jason and Jason was telling me it was down like, I think 50%. Like about fifty percent, like in, in terms of like sales value. Level, oh, at that, at that level. level, yeah, yeah, it, it dropped down quite a bit. That was yeah. tough. I've seen a lot of people that we know personally that weren't there either, right? So, um, it is what it it's is. A different right? market. It was a different. It was a different beast, right? Yeah, different beast. But you know what? Like uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm just thinking out loud. Is is that we really actually uh, planned this thing out really well? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Compared to like, and, and I'm not trying to knock anybody or bring anybody down, but even the people that have been in the business 20, 30, 40 years. Like we actually, uh, the way that I think we plan things out actually moved us a lot forward, a lot further forward than these guys. Cause these guys, I don't want to call it taking a step down, but like at the end of the day, the awards are based on production, right? So the thing is, is that we actually ended up having holding ours or increasing our production at the same time. Whereas these guys that have been in the business, 
they kind of back down. And I think it's because of the, the chats that we have and the, 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 the business planning sessions that we sure. run yeah, yeah. and adding this like new component to it all the time, right? Doing these podcasts or doing uh, increase on social media, Absolutely. be willing to actually change yeah. what you're doing yeah. and not being stubborn and just saying, you know, I'm going to dial 300 numbers. Like yeah. at a certain point, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Yeah. yeah. So, so I think being a dead horse, honestly. So I think that based on what we were even saying right now, I think that this industry is changing and I hope, and I, th and I feel like we're at the front of it where yeah. this is all going to go. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, absolutely. You know, the Americans are always ahead of us in everything, yeah. right? Naturally. Right. And if you just follow their, their agents of what they've been doing, like, and, and there's a lot that don't trust me, but there's a lot of good ones that are, yeah. they've been doing video for the last three to five years, yeah. to be honest with you. Right. They've, they've had all everything that we're doing now they've already been at the forefront yeah and uh and it's unfortunate at least we've taken it now and we're, we're going to lead with it yeah but i think you're right like everything's changed and i was i mentioned in one with one of my my mondays with steve that uh, um i don't think a lot of people took it very seriously coming yeah. into 18. when no. we we like 2017 we're like we gotta go away we need at least a couple of days to, to to focus on this because yeah. How are we gonna attack 2018 yeah. the way we did? And, and it, for me, it was a great year. I creeped into the chairman's. I'm, I'm super excited about that. Actually, my oh, transactions shit. are up because volume of uh, the volume amount is down, like for sales, right? Yeah. But I, it was it was good. And you know what? We had fun doing it. And yeah. It was it was good. There was no pressure. We had you know in the past, there's always that pressure. Like I think it, you know when you post those things on the wall, like who's number one in the office and stuff like that. I think it's the, it gives you the for me, it's counterproductive. I gotta be honest, yeah. because it's like, holy shit, I gotta get on there. People are gonna, you know, talk shit yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. at the last couple of years, I didn't give a shit anymore. It's like, yeah. if I'm there, if I'm not, I'd rather be sixth place making fifty thousand a month. Yeah. Twelve months out of the year. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I'll be right at the six mark of fifty k yeah. per month for the as long as I'm six and fifty k per month at the end of the year. Now you're gonna see, yeah. like, in that office there, I should. So I'll be top five. I think I'm gonna be. I should be third. I would imagine. But I might go to fourth because one guy did like some massive land deals and stuff. Wow. Did like two deals. He did one deal that would take me to do twenty deals. Yeah, actually, yeah right. Yeah. So, but if I had to do base it on on volume of sales, I'd probably rank number two for sure. Wow. Yeah, easy, easy. Yeah. Because even the guy that's going to go second place, he's, he had some massive big sales, like well over, you know, multiple two million dollar properties selling. You make. Fifty, seventy thousand dollars on those properties. Some of them he double ended. Yeah, yeah. Wow! So you know, at, at four points, so he did with four points at two million. Do them. That's eighty thousand dollars one shot. I could do like ten deals to do that. <laughs> but but you know what? I don't care, right? But I like working. But but to get to your like even to your point, right? So the thing is, is that like even uh, when I joined Remax, like uh, I didn't I to a certain point at the beginning when they're doing these rankings, because yes. that was new to me. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, okay, number one. Eight, yeah. So they split it up buyer sales and like, yes, this yes, is yes, like yes. number one, number well, one, number one, number one. I have all those certificates there. <laughs> to a certain point of, I'm just like, hey, do not add me to this yeah, list anymore. Yeah, like, I don't want to be yeah. on it. Uh, and then uh, our brokerage had the way of like uh, paging everybody with listings. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I get a fury of text and basically saying, hey, how'd you get this one? Like, that's three listings. Yeah. Like, what happened? I'm just like, dude, like, I'm just trying to do my job. Like, it just, yeah. you, you know, you do you. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Like I don't mind helping to a certain point, but then it becomes too much. And I feel like the attention you get is not the one that you actually want. Absolutely. You're, you're putting too much pressure on yourself and yeah. you're going to burn out. Yeah. So like that, even the, the uh, so even pages, you know, agents, the pages get out. Like I told them this, I don't know, yeah, who, I know. who's got what listing yeah. because sometimes you'd be sitting there 8 p.m. at night is this watching traffic? television. You're like, how the hell did he get that listing? Yeah. And I'm here watching TV. That guy just picked up a listing. Yeah. And you're like, so you're not even resting at that point. Now your mind is no. racing. How am I going to get more? How am I going to get more? Yeah. And then you, you counter, you become counterproductive. So just isolate. You know what? Just focus on yourself. This even leads me, and I don't want to get way off track, but yeah. this leads me to a conversation I had with a buddy yesterday. You know, uh, and and another conversation that we've had with somebody else too is like sometimes what ends up happening is is that when you run uh, your own business, yeah. uh, you get caught up in like. Sales, 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 sales. But then the thing is, is that you don't step back for a minute and say, hey, like, look, I need this time for myself. Yeah. Because if I don't invest in myself and uh, invest in personal development, like there's no way this is gonna Absolutely. grow anymore. You're gonna end up in like chasing yourself in a circle over here Absolutely. if you don't add personal growth to it. If you don't grow yourself, you're not gonna be able to grow the business. 100%. Because I would look at it as a living organism. You know what I mean? Like this thing has to be living, breathing, and growing at the same 100%. time, right? And if you're just focused on getting sales, you're, there's nothing else you can add that's innovative to this 100%. process. Yeah. And it goes back to what I was saying is, is that you know even these people that have been in the business for such a long time, 
eventually they're dropping out because they that's all they did you know they ran a very transactional business transactions yeah. were coming in they never uh really innovated the business and now some of them are trying to get back into it but it's just 100%. like people like you and i and uh, there's other people out there too yeah, yeah, just for sure rushing it yeah. do you know what i mean like just absolutely yeah. clobbering them from every angle 100%. like i and like i am competitive as hell so like, I mean, I have an eye on like market share in the areas I work and I know some of the people that have been working in the areas that I'm working in now for 20 years or 30 years. As long as I've been alive, they've been working in this area. You know what I mean? But year over year, I can see like, we're just like pulling market share, pulling market share, you can see. You gotta always do a checkup from the neck up. And I think that's important with your business too. They always say, um, like with children, they always say, fill someone else's bucket up with kindness, you know, yeah, they call yeah. it. and that's like you said, self-improvement. There's a bucket there. If you're not filling it up daily with whatever you're doing, learning and improving yourself, you're never going to bring it back and reflect back into your no. business. And this is where life became more balanced for me. Let's say in, even in seven, 18, yeah, last year, let's call it life became more balanced where I, I put in. So that bucket was full of passion. Now it was full of family. It was full of like goals and, and ambitions for my future with development and stuff like that. And then there was also my ambition for my real estate career to keep it going, right? Yeah. And then also the ambition to retain the business that we have. Because I think a lot of, like you said, transactional based agents, they just like, they want to go out and just kill, 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 kill. But you got to farm too, yeah. in a sense. We're like, be a farmer where you yeah. plant seeds, you water them, you maintain them, you grow them, and you, you pick your tomatoes seasonally or whatever yeah. it is, your, your vegetable that you're growing. So it's the same idea. And I think that that that's probably been my savior because even going into my ferry early on, that is super transa transactional based yeah. because they wanted us, I was making 60,000 cold calls per year. Wow, Imagine, crazy. the number doesn't even make sense. Yeah. I would speak to about seven to 8,000 people. That's crazy. Year, okay? So dialing 60,000 calls. But that's, so, you know, thank God I, I did that, but I always, being European in a sense, it's like that, you have to always take care of who took care of you. That's yeah. like that whole thing. It's like, like a mafia, let's call it, yeah. right? So you take care of the people that took care of you. So I've always had in the back of my mind, always give the best service, always give them as much as I can. Yeah. Like even these events I do for them, like that Halloween, uh, October events, that's like $4,000 yeah. event, right? It's, it's, a, really it's nice. a substantial you know, it, a lot of people, uh, a lot of, uh, like, and you do your events too, like, a lot of people won't do that. They won't yeah. reinvest back into them. Yeah. But you know what, they gotta get everybody back and kind of get back, even though it's, it's not, there's not like a carnival ride and the whole thing, but it, it's a very expensive. But it's gonna uh, grow to that, Steve. Yeah, it's we had about 150 that. people. But this, this is what yeah. I'm saying, yeah. right? Like, 1% a day, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I love that. But you, you know what, it's all about taking care of the people that take care of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the clients that I have, like, they're so, uh, good with me like I have a client right now that's on vacation uh, and he's just like dude I've been watching my security camera and that snow's just piling up he's like I hate to ask you is there any way you can help me get somebody over there and like clean this up like I don't want to deal with this when I get back of course I'm going to I don't want everyone calling me but you know what like these yeah. one-off requests I get yeah, like absolutely yeah. man can, can I like <laughs> Drop the 40 bucks to make this guy's life easier when he comes back from vacation for sure. You know what I mean? That's nice. That's an amazing, uh, that's yeah. amazing to do for your clients. Why not, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, they helped me. They, they bought and sold with me. They referred people to me. Sure. Uh, you know, we go out, uh, we have a good time. So like, why not? You know, and then I think this is all what it's about, what we're talking about is just yeah. taking care of the people that take care of you. You know, are they going to go anywhere else when they want to buy or sell real estate? No, like they're even looking for an investment property uh, yeah. in the future. You know what I mean? Like. You know, I, I put something else on that too because and I'm, I'm, you know, hard on the sleeve, open, give them everything. But if, if they don't choose me for some reason, I'm not gonna be mad about it either. I uh, know. Yeah. You know, but yeah. so uh, you know, becoming more elder yeah. and mature. Because in the beginning it was like I did all this in the you know beginning of my career, and now you're gonna do that. Yeah. It doesn't happen often, but there's, there's this one off, right? And I would get upset. Now it's I guess it's like, hey, listen, you need to do what you gotta do. Like yeah. there's there's one one family I, I went to bat with them, and they. Uh, the it, it was I, I think it was a 2011 or 2012 sale. I went to bath with them. It was the, the worst property you can get. It was back on. I swear it was it was unsafe. I got the worst property. I'll okay, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this one. So this was it was a multi multi level house backed onto a train Jeez. with a slope you couldn't even get up. I'm, this this high honestly. It was so I'd the say, train is literally like running on top of the house. Yeah, and and so. That house there, when we were kids, because we lived on the other side of the tracks there, literally, we used to come, that was like our like 
we do about 70 kilometers an hour coming, or at least 40, let's say, man, I thought 70 was okay, but 40 kilometers an hour is aluminum stud coming down. That's how steep this thing was. You can't climb it, it's unclimbable. You need literally yeah, like a lanyard to go oh, up. That's, it's insane. So the house is a multiplex, so there's no basement. Uh, the family room is split off to one other area. The garage, <laughs> so the garage is a double car garage, but the way, because they, they put a jog in, in the front entrance, you can't fit a car here. Oh man. So it's the write-off, it's storage space. The whole house is like the worst design property ever. Not to mention when the train runs by, yeah. my, the clients at that time told me, oh, you don't even hear it. Yeah. I was in there, it was like, this is like bullshit. <laughs> it was like a filter guy sitting there. <laughs> so uh, anyway, sell, sell this property. We went to bat with these guys. It was the hardest sale in my career, honestly. And we, we sell the property. And now I get into another property and uh, now they're listing with someone else. What? But every year we, you know, we give them, you know, Tickets to the home show. We bring them wine. We, you know, we give them market information, free CMAs per year. What, like just, you know, invite them to the October event. Like the, the whole like shebang, right? Anytime you call, there's something you need something. It's I'm always there. So they listed with somebody else, and you know what? I said that's okay. I just I told my assistant Lisa, delete, 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 delete. Done. Yeah, that's it. And I just said, hey guys, that you know, I see you're listed. If you need anything, let me know in the future. If you like, just very like yeah, respectful, yeah, yeah. right? Like you, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, and that's it. But, you know, and I come to that conclusion, like, not to be upset, right? Yeah. We, we invested even after the sale, like, five or six years, and, you know, and they chose a different route, That's which didn't even make sense. But anyway, ultimately, it was like, yeah, just unplug and go. You know, uh, house is still for sale four months. Wow. One similar story like that even yesterday with uh, someone I was talking to. Um, we were having the same type of conversation. We were basically saying, hey, like, uh, I was just saying, like, I, I get it, like, you, you know, you, you know a lot of agents and whatever. And yeah. If you didn't choose me, like, I'm okay with yeah, that. Like, yeah. I just want the best outcome for you at 100%. the end of the day, right? And then he's like, well, you know, I, I would be upset. Like, uh, you know, I would be upset about it or whatever. And I just said, like, you know, it, it is what it is. I think earlier on, just like what you said, like, I would have been upset about it yeah. too. But now it's just like, what purpose is it going to fill? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's already done. The dude signs on the law and like, yeah. you never got the call Absolutely. to ask even yeah. Yeah. or consideration. Yeah. So what's the point? No, just, just move on. Just move on. Yeah. You know, if you sit in that moment, nothing good is going to happen out no, of it. No, no, no. You know what I mean? It's things you can't control. Yeah. So let it and people have, uh, they have different thoughts and different reasons why. Yeah. You know, maybe that agent did something for them sure. in the meantime. Maybe they lent them a hundred thousand dollars you don't know about, right? Yeah. It's it's just whatever. It's it's still be mad. It's, yeah. it's you know like what? Rob Vivian calls these go, bro. So I coach with Rob Vivian and he calls these like are you kidding me moments. <laughs> right? He's just like are you kidding me? <laughs> okay. Like yeah. you just move on. Yeah. What are you gonna do? All the process and I think it's business maturity too. I look at some of the elder agents in our office, like I gotta respect even Joe Searcy, like I respect that guy. I gotta be honest, he's uh been in the career for 30 odd years, very successful, Diamond Club award winner. Not a, not a team, I think he just got one buyer's agent and maybe, I don't even know if he's getting the system. But anyway, so it's just productive, but very professional. Like the guy's got a beautiful career. Like if I had to mimic one career in real estate, I'd probably want to mimic uh, that man there because you know no one has a bad word to say about him. He's got a great, great retention with clients and uh, he's very accurate with what everything he does. Like list oh. sales, he's got a good reputation. Good. Yeah, so that's- He's doing right. Yeah, he's doing it amazing. Yeah. And, profitable at the end because ultimately it's not that you're not running this massive uh, organization where you're only taking you know 20 percent of, of the the take right yeah yeah but but like uh, but i mean because of the real estate business the way that it is like what do we have 52 53,000 agents that are registered yeah. somewhere in that number yeah. on toronto real estate yeah. right now and i think the number was like agents that did a minimum of one transaction i think it was either 35 or 36,000 agents that did minimum of one so that means that there was what, like 17,000 ish agents or something like that, that did zero transactions. Wow. The average I think still was, is like uh, amongst all of the agents, it was like 2.3 transactions per agent or something else like that. Like, you know, I, I don't, I don't know, but, uh, there's such a mixed amount of people that are in this business. Like it's hard. So like someone like Joe, that has a great reputation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's he's doing something really right with Absolutely. what he's doing. And, it, yeah. it's, and it's been over the 30 That's years awesome. span where yeah. you kind of, kind of like a Remax, the awards, how we are, right? And then you can kind of see how, like that's just a constant progression, right? Yeah. And it's it's great. And if, like I said, if I have to stay in this business that long, I would want to mimic that career because that's, 
I think that will work for me. The other thing also yeah. uh, is is that like, look, if you're gonna take care of your clients, yeah. they're gonna take care of you. You're gonna have the oddballs that kind of drop yeah, out, yeah, like yeah. you know the story you just told. But like for the most part, like it's it's way easier to even deal with the people that you've already dealt with. If they feel comfortable with you, you feel comfortable with them. It's it's a lot easier to keep your business going at the same time. And the thing is, when the referral comes in, like uh, you know, there's someone that sent us a referral, and like eyes closed, they're willing to work with us, like. C come on, man. Like, let's be honest. We use DocuSign uh, yeah, to get yeah. a lot of the offers signed. You tell me what first-time home buyer is gonna go through that entire contract and read word for word. No, no one. No. Tap, 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 tap. Like, I look at that and I'm like, wow. Like, I'm very ethical guy, <laughs> and I wouldn't do anything weird to screw you over. You know what I mean? But I'm just thinking yeah. to myself, like, you're lucky to a certain point that you're working with me because you just tap, 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 tap yeah. through that. Like, yeah. you've never bought a house, you've never seen this contract before, and you just went tap, tap, tap. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, that's awesome because yeah. It's your reputation precedes, right? Yeah. Or for, you know, it, it shows, right? Yeah. Your, your record. Yeah. I remember one client was uh, had to read line by line. It was a family investment property. You know what I did? I said, yeah, you guys read. I had another listing there. I filled up all the lists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the MLS and I was doing work at the table. It took 15 minutes yeah. to read the thing. I literally filled so up all the, all the uh, MLS and in, in the data information for theirs and another list that I had going. So it was like, it was perfectly fine too. So I like, yeah, yeah, do you guys yeah. have any questions? No, everything's good. Okay. Yeah, sign in. Let's go. <laughs> but they have those uh, those simple forms too, right? The plain <laughs> language uh, yeah, yeah, forms yeah, 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 with yeah. their red. Yeah, yeah. So what I do a lot of times with our new clients is that I just give them the form in advance too, right? Just uh, yeah. Just say, hey, like you're gonna come across this or whatever else. There was even one time like uh, we had a buyer in downtown. Uh, Joanna and I went down, met with them, and basically like walked them through the entire process and went through the entire contract with them too, and just said, hey, things are moving fast over here. Yeah. Uh, we want you to be comfortable with the contract because when we need this thing signed, like I need it signed, yeah, like yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So I want you to go through this contract. We're gonna walk you through it. And I'm gonna give you a copy of it, but you gotta know what we're putting in this contract Smart. and how it works. Because when we need you to sign, we need you to sign. What did they say with the questions? Uh, they have any questions with the uh, with the actual offer itself? Just just like the language and yeah. uh, different things like that. But like at the end of the day, like you're explaining it to them, and then you're also telling them like. Look at the urea contract, five pages, right? Yeah. Um, nothing really that we could do differently with that contract anyway. So yeah. ultimately you're gonna have to sign it. And I tell them that, like ultimately you're gonna have to sign this if you wanna buy a house. Absolutely. Yeah, there's yeah. no other choice. There's no other choice. Yeah. You know what I say to them, I go, page one is is whatever I input it, yeah. is what you should look at. Yeah. Okay. Because the other stuff, like you said, just standard. You know what else I do? And yeah. we couldn't get away with it in, um, when the market was like so uh, seller's market. Yeah. But I have like standard three clauses, right? On a freehold. Uh, basically the mortgage, the inspection, and I have a lawyer review clause in all my agreements. Really? Yeah, I, I put a lawyer review clause. Cause then I tell the, the buyer too, especially first time buyer, like yeah. look, I have a lawyer review clause in here too. You can take this whole contract to your lawyer and you can get your lawyer to review it too. If you want to like, you know, you have an option. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. yeah. Because sometimes they, they question it too, like not like hardcore question it, but like someone's like, when do I get a lawyer involved? Like, should I get the lawyer to review the contract? And I'm like, hey, but the contract is very standard. There's basic information that I'm inputting into this contract over here. And I go through them with the schedule A, like schedule A is something I've written or my office has written, yeah. and this is how it's structured. But it adds that other security. So like my three standard conditions are that. Lawyers, yeah. How do you find that? So like I used it in the farm property, so because it was just one of the review. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you don't even have a agreement in place anymore. Sure. So it was like if you do it on, on regular purchases, like you know, uh, for a client. You, you know what? Right now, how much time does that absorb though? Everything I put in is five days, right? Five days. So everything all comes together at five days. Sometimes I get pushed back from a seller agent or whatever, and I'm like, dude, you have five days condition. If I want to walk, we're gonna walk. Yeah. Right. So what is the lawyer review gonna do? My client's gonna feel comfortable that the contract's been yeah, reviewed. Yeah, for sure. So what what do we have to lose here? You and I both know the contract really well, and there's nothing in this contract that's gonna break this deal. So. Let them review it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let them do it. Let them do their job. Yeah, let them. Yeah, <laughs> let, yeah let them. Yeah. So, you know, I, I always put it in there, and I usually don't have too much pushback. Like that one deal that I did uh, just this week, I told you about that we got multiples, then we picked it yeah, up yeah. afterwards. The guy's like, you have lawyer review clause. I said, buddy, okay, fine, whatever. Just scratch it out. Yeah, right? yeah. Because like, there are multiples or yeah. whatever else. Yeah. Still have a financing and home inspection yeah. condition. But I just didn't want to argue that one. And then plus, my buyers were buying with me for the third time. You know what I mean? I was just like, Whatever. Absolutely. It's not a condo. It's freehold. Let's just cross it out. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's that's good planning too. Like especially with new clients too that yeah. you haven't done business with. 
makes them feel a lot more comfortable that there's a, especially if it's someone that comes off a sign or something like really, really cold lead. Yeah, might, that's actually a good, good uh, way to do it. You know what, but it's all about innovating the business, right? So we're looking at it in a different way. Hey, how can we make the process better and faster? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that, and, and not faster to rush off the client, but it's just like, hey, like what other processes can we put in place? Like, okay, meeting with them, the initial meeting with the buyer and just going through like how the process works, actually mapping it out and walking them through the steps of how we're gonna do it, do you know what I mean? Uh, and then the and the documentation that's involved, and after the documentation, and then after the deal is uh, firmed up, what's going to happen? So we walk them through a whole yeah. timeline of it, and then and I think and at the end of the day they know what's happening. And they're confident. Yeah. Again, I would imagine. Because you know what? Sometimes what ends up happening is is, and I'm learning this from experiences. Sometimes they're like, oh, what happens next? I get that so many times, right? What I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah, but like I, I now I have to appreciate that they don't do what I do. You know what I mean? And I know what's going on, and they probably don't know what's going on. So more documentation and more uh, filling them in in advance, yeah. educating them basically, uh, has been really beneficial. And the good thing is, 2018 we had this advantage to do all this. 17 it wasn't like that. No, it was it was the wild west. Yeah, go go go. 18's nice. You can explain. You can be more calm. You can get things signed now. You can send them tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> it's a different. Yeah, yeah. It's a different market. It's beautiful. I think it was uh, honestly 18 was one of my favorite markets of the year. Yeah. And uh, I think 19 is going to be too. I think, I think 19 is a lot of energy, eh? It's, just, yeah. it's almost like it's breaking. It's got to break through the crust. It's almost like a volcanic like yeah. explosion. Yeah. You can feel all that energy and just like. Because even you, Tori, I'm looking at it now. It's not increasing quite. That's a, what I said. It's, it's, it's not going up. I look at it. So I have like, you know, that on, on track we have that shows you the areas that you're looking into, that listings that are new listings coming up, right? In, in areas yeah. that you're monitoring. So I'm like sporadic. I'm your, you know, York Region is Nobleton and Climber is specifically one. Then there's like Allison Berry Angus, like all that whole section. And I think another one is potentially um, maybe it's out here. Anyway, so there's, there's four or Bolton Caledon. So ultimately, I look at these things. It's zero most of the day. Yeah. Like even Caledon, I think only like three listings went up yesterday. Yeah. And our overall listings are still just. Uh, like 21, 12,150, 12,200, right? Yeah. So, I don't know, we'll see. It might, it might be okay, it might be, a, a, it's gonna be tough for our buyers, that's the only issue, right? Like, it's gotta balance out, we still need a little bit more inventory. Good time to sell now, to unload everything, but I hope that inventory starts building up because I have uh, buyers and sellers, but they, they, won't make, they won't pull the trigger unless they start finding stuff that they like, right? I think that we're gonna start to see more and more, and I mentioned it before, more and more of a traditional market. Yeah. 2018 was a little bit uh, mixed up. The Delayed. timing, yeah, Delayed. the timing wasn't yeah. correct. Uh, not correct, but it was just a little bit off yeah. where people really think where the spring market and the fall market actually yeah. hit. So it was off on timing of it. I think this year, it's only my feeling is, and I think we're going to be a little bit more accurate. I think that we will yeah. have that spring market pop up yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. happen, yeah. Uh, and then we'll have that fall lift again. But um, I, I think we're right on pace because I'm sure the people that you're talking to and the people that I'm talking to, other people are talking yeah, yeah. to, there are there are listings coming out. Uh, like people are talking about selling. The, yesterday I got two calls. You know what I mean? Like so, like I, I know that people are starting to get their head right about doing it. The other thing also happens is is that I, I think mentally people just wait for this weather to kind yeah, of go away, right? Like it takes you out of the game. Yeah. Like what are you gonna do? Like you you really want to start the no, decluttering no, right no, now no, and, and and have people come no, through your house? No, no man. I think you want to go to work, come back, and and hide and hibernate. Yeah. 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 My daughter hasn't been to school for three days. Come on, man. <laughs> Homeschooling. Yeah. I saw some painting videos. Yeah, my wife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Nicholas loves it because yeah. he's got company. How late was your fall market? Because usually it, it it should happen like right. The kids go back to school around that time, yeah. right? First week of September usually start to pick up, I and mean, there's like huge momentum. I, honestly, man, I, I I think we were in like October, Same October here, yeah. before it happened. Like September, I, it wasn't a great month at all. October and November was good, and then this, at the second week of December we kind of died off. But yeah. October really, we started to see a lift into October. Yeah. November was strong, and then obviously two weeks into December, it just like we lost everything. Like the it just went flat. Line. Yeah, it just went. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think the same thing with us. I think second or third week of October. Then yeah. it was like this little uproar. It was into October. It wasn't at the beginning of no, October. No, no, no. It was yeah. in. It was, and it was for six weeks. Like yeah. really at the middle of October, at the end of November, just push it was done. Through. Like six weeks, it was basically over. Absolutely. Yeah. I think even December, by December, I was already planning. Like end of November, December was all about 19 this yeah. year, right? Yeah. And, uh, and I had a great December too. Probably the best one in my career, yeah. honestly. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can't remember. Did, uh, I, I did like five or six sales, but the dollar value was, was huge, right? Yeah. So it was good taking me into at least 19, because even last year, 17 into 18, I didn't carry any money over. Okay. It's <laughs> like, you know, that's it was, it was that scratch. Yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. Uh, and now this year we carried some money into it, so at least we can pay some bills. But I think last year from, I think I, my first uh, check I cashed, or like I couldn't actually distribute and start paying bills in March. Well, how? I was like bleeding wow. money like crazy, and it was a whole new reinvestment, right? So I was bleeding money like crazy and hemorrhaging. So now even now going into this year, I look at the general account and everything, everything is, is taking a beating. Like we're, we're, we're hemorrhaging money like crazy. So now like I think actually yesterday a deal closed, so I'll start, I'll have some money in and I'll start paying some. But that's what some, I find in our business. But that's what I find in our business. Every like, business. Yeah. I just realized this. Like, it's all business. Before, just before, oh, just after Christmas. I remember the client remember I told you? Yeah. He's got you know thirty employees, a twenty thousand square foot uh, manufacturing shop. They do like a lot of uh, uh, just store displays and stuff like that. Yeah. They're very successful businesses, like all the ch like huge chain stores. He's got a he's got a, a line of credit, just to, like three quarters of a million dollars, just to offset like wow. between getting paid and, and you know pricing out jobs and getting the manufacturing done and just yeah. imagine three quarters yeah. of a million wow and i looked at him and saying holy shit like yeah that's next level that's not nowhere near where i am but like we all struggle with the same damn thing if we're not buying real estate or reinvesting whatever little nuts and nuts and and, and bolts it's called it into some sort of real estate some sort of uh uh different different avenue of, i say real estate i like my real estate when you retire you're not gonna have nothing to sell like no if you're leasing that building, let's say that 20, 30,000 square foot building that he's leasing, and you got your business and you got all these contracts, but I mean, how much is that worth? Right? It's like someone can just say, screw it, I'll go get your business, I'll open up the factory. Well, well look, at, look at what Dragon's then uh, and those yeah. guys say, right? Like, yeah. uh, why are you so important? Yeah. Like, I can I can replicate this whole thing. Do you know what I mean? And, and it's happening all the time. But uh, no, it's man. Scary. I, like, I agree. So, like, even, like, uh, I've noticed that. I think I started noticing it two or three years ago. It's just, like, at the beginning of the year, it was so tapped out. Like, <laughs> I, I, like I'm watching it so closely. Oh, my gosh. Towards, like, the mid, middle of the year, where, yeah, like, yeah. four months in, yeah, five months in, and they're like, okay, fine. Like, you know, you're, you're starting to have a good flow come in. But it's just, like, before that point, I'm on, like, pins and needles. I'm just, like, even what I was telling you I was doing yesterday, I was just, like, transferring a bit of cash over, and it's, like, Oh man, like I don't feel comfortable doing this. Yeah, but you gotta do it. You gotta. You gotta they always say pay yourself first. Yeah. I did it too. Just, just I think two weeks ago. Well, I learned yeah. that from you, dude. Yeah, so yeah. it's just like I'm just like. You know what happens? It disappears, and you you have to yeah. start. You don't even see it. If you but, have it, the problem is if you see it there, you're gonna. I don't know, just reinvest in the business on stupidity, which yeah. you don't need right yeah, now. Yeah, I yeah. think right now it's all about focus on on like uh, you know getting new business and, and getting listed on the market yeah. and sold, right? So so we can have that. Like May, June, where all the money comes in, it's like, oh. yeah. <laughs> but you can start breathing again. Yeah, you're right. If you see it there, small business owner, man. I know, man. Isn't that crazy? I love it. Did you ever learn this in school? No, no. This is this is learning on your own. Man. You have to learn this on your own. School of hard knocks, buddy. But the school, what are they gonna teach you? Nothing. Nothing. I think I think high school. I think it opens the door. High school was four years of wasted life. I gotta be honest. Yeah. It was. I shouldn't even have been there. And you know, look, look at. Uh, Look at Elon Musk now. So he took his son out of whatever private school that he had in because he didn't like the curriculum and he created his own school. When you got that kind of money, you can do it, right? So like parents are bringing kids to like his like homeschooling, but it's all about, you know, finding uh, the strengths of these kids and, and letting them run with it, right? And they're introducing them to fun stuff. But I think like in high school, it was so, like, honestly, it was just a waste of time. And they always say, you know, idle time for me is a destructive time. That's yeah, the, that's yeah, yeah. the most destructive. Yeah. So if I'm not engaged or not passionate about anything I'm doing, it's full destruction. And I see my son now, if he's not really, uh, like, uh, if we're not paying attention to him, we're not playing with him, he does, it's almost like, uh, uh, he starts just going nuts around us, start smashing things. Yeah. <laughs> but if you keep him engaged, you keep him painting, see how, how passionate he was there with his hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he sat there for like an hour and a half, two wow. hours. Wow. Think about he's it. Really into it. Yeah. But you take away the painting and then, uh, when I get home, sometimes I just want to watch TV unplugged yeah. or whatever it is, right? And and my wife always says, you've got to spend more time with them, play with them, engage with them, right? And a lot of times I don't. i got to be honest. I'll be able to tell that straightforward. And uh, and I see him. He just becomes really destructive around the house. Wow. And he'll start bringing all kinds of shit of toys, dragging around, making noise, and he's What's jumping off things. Same with me. That's how I was, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, even now as an adult, right? Yeah. So, But you, like, you know what? Like, I... For what I believe is like, and I and I heard this from Grant Cardone, right? And it's just like you shouldn't hamper that behavior. Yeah, no, no. 
like of course if they're destroying the house and that's yeah. a different story but like i mean like if they're active and this and that rechannel that energy. yeah yeah rechannel it like but let them have it no thousand percent wouldn't tell them to like no stop or this or no, that no, but just no, no. okay why don't you do this instead or whatever absolutely right? yeah well look at in grade eight you want to shut them down no yeah. no no i yeah. want to have that energy yeah. in grade eight I, I think i mentioned it. i won't go it's a long story but i won't go totally into it but anyway uh in grade eight Remember Ritalin came out, this drug yeah, for yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they make ADD, ADD, Attention, attention Deficit it's Disorder. Just... Now it's something else. I forgot they, there's more. Uh, they need to make more money, bro. They have to add more letters. Sell drugs. <laughs> yeah, sell selling drugs. drugs. <laughs> Legally. Yeah. So how do you do it, right? So they, they sent out like people to each school, like almost like psychiatrists. I won't go totally into it. Yeah. Like, and they would test different students. So, like I said, my energy wasn't channeled. I was born. I was just, I was destructive, and it's still till now. So, in, like, I wasn't the best student. That's that's just the way it was, right? And uh, so they assessed me. They thought that I was uh, had ADD, which I do. I naturally I do. Any entrepreneur has ADD, sure. or, or, and yeah. it is compulsive. Yeah. You think Elon Musk is not ADD? <laughs> like, how can you how can you create all that no. if you don't have that? So anyway, it was a wrong assessment. I'll just go, I'll tell you this, because if you think of someone like my son and myself, where we need energy to burn and we got to burn it, they took away my recesses to do this assessment. So I was checking things just to get the hell out of yeah, there, yeah, right? Yeah. So sure, everything was probably wrong. And they said, okay, this could be some serious yeah, help. Yeah. So they, they prescribed ADD. And I remember going into, uh, and it was a long process. My mom, poor thing, she did, she, you know, believe the teachers, they had a degree. So she was always subservient to someone that had a higher education coming from Italy with a grade four, or, you know, that's, that's mostly Italian it was like that, right? Uh, grade four education. And uh, so basically uh, they brought me to, a, uh, you know, they're like, okay, we're going to prescribe ADD and this and that. I was great. Mm -hmm. We sat in with the principal, vice principal, my mom, a psychiatrist, all kinds of shit. You know what I said to them? I said, fuck you. I said, we're going to go, fuck you. I'm not taking any drugs. Yeah. That, I didn't say hamper. I don't think I knew that word, but hamper who I am. Yeah. Like that's it. It's yeah. done. And I walked out. Imagine. Imagine so you took that. It would have destroyed yeah, me. Yeah. Like, so now look, look at, and I'd like to, to file a lawsuit, honestly, in the future regarding this. Because it, it's, it's the. But how many kids did they mess up? How many did they mess yeah. up? Yeah. How many people? I told them straight out, and I, and I told them, "Fuck you." I said, like, and I walked out, and they were like, you know, it's like these are all, you know, graduate university uh, graduated, graduated yeah. ones, an MD, ones, whatever, right? Uh, and I just told them what it was, and I walked out. So let's just say the, the course of my path. So now I'm successful in real estate. I'm in, into different avenues where it, millions will be, they're at the doorstep. They're here now. Yeah. You know, asset value or equity value. But I mean, multiplying per year. Let's just say I took that drug and it just totally like mellowed me right out. Yeah, you wouldn't have done nothing. Wouldn't have done nothing. Yeah. It would have destroyed me. Yeah. So like, is there not a lawsuit there? Like, honestly. It's, How many it's, kids it's unethical destroyed? what they're doing. Yeah, it's very unethical. So. And then we're business. We understand. What was the purpose of that? Eight, so the guy that, that created the drug company that created Ritalin says, "How the hell do we sell this? Yep. We got to go to the schools. Sure. We got to we got to find you know our candidates to take this drug. Yeah. Would it kill them? No. But it's going to mellow them out. Maybe, you know, I don't think they had the maybe they had the right intentions. I'm not sure. But how do you sell it? So now they talk. I mean, it's a business. It's a business. That, that's the thing. They, how do you sell, sell the drug? They got to sell. Yeah. So now they send in their prospectors, which are these psychiatrists, sure. to make it legal. So no, maybe no lawsuit. Yeah. And they they, uh, they went through maybe five of the of the, the lowest grades in the class or whatever it was. I was one of them naturally, and uh, and that's it. And they would come up with a shitty assessment. And and if you uh, so I'm still getting like flashbacks of like the room. Imagine that's that's like post traumatic stress. The, the lady was not qualified. She was like a young graduate. She's probably still in university as an assistant or something like that. I don't know. It was just it was just weird, right? It yeah. wasn't like a full. She's too young to do what yeah, she yeah, was yeah. doing, right? And to make that sort of assessment. So how, how can she speak by night, even making these assessments, right? Like that's gonna be a shitty job to do for the rest of your life. But it's like, uh, it's like they gotta sell the drugs, yeah. people need employment, yeah. uh, and they're just, they're experimenting on people. But why would the school, the Catholic school board allow this in? Wouldn't you want to shut that off from the same? Because the same reason. Oh, okay. These guys have education in this. They're, they have a training in this. They're going to help our students. Yeah. Like this is this is what they do, man. But like, if I was at the top there and I was saying, well, what, what do you want to do to these kids? Like, yeah. maybe it's us. We're the problem. Let's give these kids some other. Let's channel this energy into something different. Maybe maybe at this school environment, it's not for them. You and I both know this, man. Uh, when you start going in a, in a path of resistance, uh, it's a very difficult path. Right. Yeah. So the thing is, is that what's what's easier to do? Okay, yeah. Because if this principal or whatever wanted to oppose this, they would have to face so much resistance. Yeah. And they're just like, 
So you just I, I hate to say it, but there's a lot of people. Layover. Yeah, you know, it's like outwitting the devil, man. Where they talk about that ninety-eight percent. You know what I mean? The ninety-eight percent is just gonna say, hey, what's my least path, like resistance? Like, okay, they want to come in and do this. I may or may not agree with it, but that's what the board decided. Let them come in and do it. You know, whereas you would probably take a stand and like, who the hell are you? What the hell are you doing with my students? Like, screw you, get out of here. Yeah, yeah but the thing is, is that you'd face so much resistance and you would actually fight it. There's most probably, people. probably get fired too, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah but most people won't do it. Most people won't do it. That's crazy. But, but you just look at the, the product of, uh, like, you know, a lot of people uh, out there too, right? You think that most people are hitting their maximum potential? No, no, no. they're not. It's tough, right? Well, well, the thing is, is that you're going to have to do things that you don't want to do, right? At the Absolutely. end of the day. To, to reach your maximum potential, you're gonna have to do things you don't wanna do. There's a lot of things I do every year that I don't wanna do. I just don't wanna do them. But guess what, man? Like in the, in the grand scheme of things, the bigger picture, you're gonna have to do it, man. Otherwise what, you're gonna just you're gonna, yeah, keep going around in the circle, dude, and, I, and that would drive me nuts. I know that would drive me nuts. If I kept going around in a circle, it would drive me absolutely nuts. So I'd rather just like oppose change and like just go right through it. 100%. Yeah, I, I'd, yeah, rather, yeah. I'd rather meet that resistance. They always say when you're uncomfortable, it means you're growing. That's, yeah. that's the feeling of growth. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and and being stagnant for me is like the worst thing ever. Like I, I cannot sit still. Yeah, I, I can't believe I've sat still right now so far. I'm not moving around too much, but like, you know, I can't do it. Uh, so, but a lot of these people, man, just go the easy way, collect my paycheck, go home, go on my vacation, do this, and just... If, if they're happy with that, that's different. So, that, you know, when you're changing, like, you know, the power, I, I would consider that a power position. So, so the thing is, is that now, yeah. now if you're in that position, I, I think that you got to take yourself out of the equation. I think you got to be that bigger person and take yourself out of the equation. There's a lot, like, even in our business, if you look at it, you know what I mean? The thing is, is that... There are people out there that will say or do whatever to collect a commission check. Do you know what I mean? But I take myself out of that situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One reason is, uh, you know, I've been fortunate working the business that I don't need to collect every check. Of course. So the thing is, is that I always take myself out of the position. And I tell my client too, if you don't want to buy the house, don't buy the house. Like, I'm okay. I'm not pressuring you to buy the house. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. if you feel it's the right it's decision, the right I'm telling you I think it is. But like, that's on you at the end of the day. So, so I think like even like these principles and stuff like that, I think they got to take themselves out of the situation. It's not about them anymore because you've actually taken on a, a responsibility to protect the overall. Yeah, I would yeah. imagine, right? This is your team. Same thing like CEOs of companies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, they've taken this responsibility. You got to take out your feelings of what you think and you got to do the right thing. So the only problem with this is, so yeah, it's a tough, it's tough on their part. How do they handle this? You got to remember they're, they're, they've, even the principals and teachers, they followed this archaic t learning process yeah. over the years, so they don't know any different. Maybe now, like a lot of more information on YouTube and, and you know, a lot of people are more influenced by learning to improve themselves by reading via books and, and YouTube and stuff yeah. like that. I think that'll open up a whole new avenue. It's going to. Yeah, a thousand percent. Look at the video that uh, we watched. Remember the guy that's basically kind of going through in a court case, uh, yes, basically yes, yes, saying yes, yes, yes. about how the school, yeah. like look at the innovation in vehicles yeah. and this yeah. and this. Look at the school yeah. system, how it was designed and it hasn't changed. It's very, very stagnant. It's stagnant. Yeah. So how do you change that? Like, so like my goal is, I would love to, if I could, if I could, Unplug from everything. Like, let's just say, you know, I the future. build, develop, everything is good. I can walk away from that. My kids will do do that, and I have ten million dollars to throw around. I would, I would love to create my own little environment, like a school thing. Yeah. But then set it up like Elon Musk would, and it'd yeah. be everything you'd have. So look, there's there's a, a school in um, what was I watching? Uh, uh, Ar Armenia. Yeah. Watching. Uh, so Anthony Bourdain, brilliant uh, document. He was he worked for CNN. Used to go to different countries. You ever watch the Anthony Bourdain? So he would go to different countries and he would, uh, you know, show the country, talk about their history, but also enjoy their food. It was all it was a food show, but it was the best way to learn about the, the country because he actually go and talk with the locals, talk about what happened and stuff like that, and enjoy their food over dinner, right? That, I think that's the best conversations when you're breaking bread with each other, right? When everything's most truthful. So anyway, Armenia. If you see, that's like a big war-torn country. That, that you know, Turkey and stuff. There's there's a lot of conflict there. It's yeah. at the end of of Europe and it's and it's around like uh like all Muslim countries and stuff like that and it's a Christian state. It's like and it's on its own, right? Anyway, uh we're going into their schooling, they're investing so much into their kids right now. Yeah. So you go to a normal school, so look at this, you go to a normal school, whatever, whatever we did, and then they have like an after school program, a whole new facility, just separate, and it's free. And you can take whatever you want. And it's privately funded. And you can do engineering, you can do music, wow, you can do awesome. you can do writing code, building video games, you want. anything, anything. 
So these kids after school, instead of being around the street and doing stupid things, they would, I would want to go there for sure. They had like, you know, like a whole room of like a hundred bats. Yeah. They didn't like go cheap. It was like someone properly funded this thing. So it's like almost like a university campus yeah. for all ages. So how, That's awesome. how smart, how, like those kids growing up with that, yeah. like we don't even have that here in North America. Yeah. So imagine how they're going to improve their lives going forward. But exactly what you said. In a war-torn country. But exactly what you said. Or is genocide and a whole bunch of crap, right? But I'm telling you, man, exactly what you said is what's going to end up happening. There's going to be people like you and other people out there that want to actually see this change in there. Yeah. And the change to public school, from my understanding, always stems from private school. So the thing is, is that whatever's kind of going on in private school, uh, public school eventually grabs onto it sure. from there, right? Because they see, they can see the results of what's going on. Yeah. Uh, and I think that because of uh, technology and and you know social media and uh, everybody being more aware of kind of what's going Absolutely. on and, and having uh, easier access to information, I think this is definitely what's going to happen. There, we are going to start to see private schools that are geared toward more towards what the individual kid's skill set is yeah, like. Yeah. And I think the educational program should be more geared towards yeah. them, right? Like, just like you, man, they throw me in a class with, you know, all these other people or whatever. I'm gonna be the worst student. I don't pay attention. I yeah. fail everything. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think, like, you know, the other mistake with public school is, is that I think I actually failed every grade. Like, literally failed yeah, yeah, every yeah. single grade. Like, E's and F's. I never did homework. E's and F's. Dude, E's and F's. Yeah, yeah, but guess yeah. what? You're moving on to grade three now from grade two. Yeah. And then from three to four, like that's bullshit. Like if you fail, you freaking fail. Yeah. Like you should be, like I think that would have fixed me up a little bit more, to be honest with you. The yeah. embarrassment yeah. of basically yeah, yeah, saying yeah, that yeah. you failed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But they push you up. Just a process. Yeah, it's like a meat packaging yeah. plant, you know? Yeah. It's gonna get the end of that, that conveyor belt. I think it's very wrong. It's it's terrible. So now my, my, my daughter's in she's in private school. She's always we had her in Montessori, which is private and then uh, naturally where well, you gotta pay, right? Sure. And now she's in uh uh Kleinberg Christian Academy. So it's basically it's it's uh it's it's what's it called? It's a private school yeah. naturally, but it's Christian based and the sure. whole thing, right? And uh so amazing, like small small classes, you know, yeah. small amount of students. And you know, it's a good little bubble that she's in too. But I'm just the only thing I'm afraid with that is, is that bubble. Like she needs to know about outside the real life too. Yeah. Because people are people are cruel, man. And kids are cruel. You know what? I, I found like uh, I went to uh, I knew these kids before, and what their parents did with them, and I thought it was a good idea. I'm not sure if it's still valid or not. They actually kept them in private school up until high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then after high school, they they let them go to public school. Cause then, cause you get that strong foundation, right? Up until grade Confidence. eight, yeah, you get that strong yeah. foundation and whatever, and then you go to public, uh, or 100%. then you go to uh, a public uh, high school. One hundred percent. Yeah, and you're hoping that you know, the, like a lot of the parents are like-minded, you know, like uh, you want the best for their kids, and you know, not a lot of people can afford it either. But I'm saying that you're hopefully that it's it's like-minded where the kids, you know, they can build a relationship for the future and have that sure. that network going forward if they're going to be successful and stuff like yeah. that. And uh, that's all. That's all you hope for, right? I think ultimately, even if like outside of uh, schooling, dance. Like my daughter's in, in competitive dance. I think that's giving her like a whole uh, slew of confidence too. Yeah. Like that outside, and that's what she's really passionate about. If you saw her there at the awards, yeah, 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 she ripped that dance floor yeah. up. She showed like those Remax agents how stiff they really were. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. We had those those uh, Angela and uh, Suzette. They're, they're Jamaican. You know, the Jamaicans can move, right? They, yeah. they have like soul rhythm. She's like, holy shit, where did she get all this? You know, this rhythm, right? Yeah. But that's it's passion, awesome. right? And that's her outlet. And uh, all we hope, but it's good, man. Cool. Yeah. Went way off of our track. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. <laughs> it is what it is. Very good, buddy. Cool. Want to sign off? Yep. All right, guys. This was East meets West. Uh, we got carried away today. Usually yeah. happens. <laughs> but yeah, uh, send us your comments, questions. No hate mail. Steve covered that last time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I would just delete it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So we're 30 subscribers now. It's, yeah, it's we're, picking up, we're, we're right. picking up a couple of week now. I show my wife. I go, look, we had 75 views. She's like, she goes, is that good? I'm like, yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> 20 of the last one. I'm like, oh, wow, that's good. But anyway, it's picking up traction. Yeah. So yeah, if you have any questions, comments, please direct message us. Myself or Hussein will definitely be happy to uh, to talk about it for sure. Yeah. So, all right, cool. have a great day, guys. Yeah.